and blue what do you do we got stories to see you through that time of the month that time of the month need a fix come get your kicks we got tales by kooky chicks that time of the month that time of the heard go spread the word they're funny smart and so absurd happens every month it's the neatest storytelling at its sweetest sorry so i called this one extra candy canes and you know it's the theme is babies, in case you didn't pick up on that. All right. I, call, I was on the phone with my mom during my sophomore year in college asking for money. I could never have predicted her reaction. I have to have $1,000 by the end of the week, I just cried. Helena, she said in a serious tone, I'm pregnant. I didn't realize it then, but this was the day I became a different person. I'm the oldest of four. My sister Portia is six years younger than me. My brother Colton is seven years younger than her. So maybe I should have seen this coming. She stuck with the formula. Eight years had passed since she last given birth and it was time to breathe. <laughs> but I was 20 years old, the age my mom gave birth to me, making her 40. Who was a kid at 40? <laughs> <laughs> I missed most of my mom's pregnancy, being in college. I wouldn't be around to change diapers and put him to sleep, to babysit like I had with my other siblings. I wasn't even home when she delivered. He came early, breach. That's feet first, if you don't understand birthing lingo. I got a voicemail from my aunt one morning that I had a new baby brother. Insert pounds, ounces, and inches accordingly. I didn't understand that either. I planned on finishing classes that week, then heading home for the weekend to meet my tiny new brother, Cameron. A name my mom chose from an email of my approved boy names, starting with C. I didn't trust her to choose a name after me, Paulina, Portia, and Colton. Just let one of your kids be able to find a keychain with their name on it for <laughs> This was the first time I'd spoken to her since Cam was born. I'd been communicating through other family members. My heart sank. What was wrong? The woman who remained calm and steady, the family's rock, was completely shaken. She finally revealed to me what she had known for months. Cameron was born with Down syndrome. I didn't know anything about Down syndrome, but I just said the first thing that came to my mind. So what? That doesn't change anything. I didn't know what bad news I thought she had, but Down syndrome seemed so minor compared to everything I had cooked up in my head. Like maybe he had two heads, I don't know. Um, after college, I moved back to my hometown and even bought a little house in the same neighborhood as my parents, something 18-year-old me would have sneered at. It felt almost like I was living back home. I mean, I was broke, so I ate dinner with my family every night and mooched off their Wi-Fi and cable. 
Of course, living in a small town, there was a rumor going around that my mom had only pretended to be pregnant while I secretly gave birth to Cam and passed him off as my sibling. <laughs> we weren't living a plot from Desperate Housewives, so we just let people think what they wanted. People in public always assume I'm his mother. I guess the ages do work out better. Anytime someone looks at Cam and then refers to my mom as grandma, <laughs> I like to just step back and watch their face as they dig themselves out of their own grain. She firmly corrects them, no, I'm his mother. Those are both my children. That's when they usually start looking around for the hidden cameras. Sidebar, don't just assume every caregiver is a parent. It could be a relative, friend, nanny, kidnapper. Like, don't assume, okay? Um, the summer I moved back home was also the summer Cam had open heart surgery. It's, co it's common for people with Down syndrome to be born with holes in their heart, and Cam was no exception. He'd been taking medication for it since birth, but at 18 months, the doctors felt he was strong enough to have his ribs cracked open and the holes and valves repaired. I think that's when I truly, truly bonded to him. There were complications and times when all we could do was hope and pray, but he came out a different kid. He had more energy than ever before, and he's proud to show off the now little white scar down his chest. Since then, I moved to Nashville, only an hour away. Cameron stays with me on the weekends, um, where he's laid claim to the guest room as his own personal space. Um, people feel completely comfortable asking if he's adopted or if we have the same parents. It's none of their business, but I think you can look at us and tell. Few people have blonde hair, blue eyes, freckles, and a nose that you can barely stick a pinky finger in. <laughs> it's tiny. Like, I can't wear glasses. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, oddest, the oddest thing is the look of pity people have in their eyes when they see you with a child with Down syndrome. Cam does not want anyone to feel sorry for him. The truth is, he's got a pretty sweet life. It's probably better than yours, actually. <laughs> Once my mom asked me, do you think Cam knows he's different? I replied, yes. I think he thinks he's a celebrity. <laughs> he doesn't see himself as an outsider, more likely above everyone else. How could he not? He's been given special treatment his entire life. Some of it needed and deserved, but other times it was just a perk. The day I realized how much special treatment he received was when I took him to meet Santa at Bass Pro Shop one Christmas season. Anyone who's been to Opera Mills in December's, no, December knows it's a chaotic nightmare, but somehow offering free photos of Santa brought people from all over Middle Tennessee. Uh, we walked in, saw the line wrapped around the inner perimeter of the store, and said, well, maybe there's another less popular Santa we can talk to at Kmart. <laughs> we walked back out of the store when a young female elf chased us down and said, wait, did you get to see Santa? No, I replied, the line was too long. She got a sprightly twinkle in her eye and said, that's okay because special boys and girls get to go to the front of the line. <laughs> well, that changed everything. <laughs> she escorted us past screaming kids and exhausted parents to the front of the line. We marched right up in front of people who had been waiting days, I presume. <laughs> Cam plopped onto Santa's lap and had a chat about what he wanted. Then Santa proceeded to give him two candy canes. I heard a kid behind us whine, what does he get two candy canes? I whipped my head around and spouted, 
Extra chromosomes equals extra candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> We were drunk with power. <laughs> we went to Chewy's for dinner and were beyond distressed when they informed us it would be an hour? Wait. <laughs> I guess you can't win them all. I don't know. Personally, I never want kids. Cam will always need me in some form or fashion and I'll always need him. My mom says if I did have a baby, Cam wouldn't let me keep it anyway. <laughs> I already forced my mom to make me his legal guardian. Like, we have a living dad. No, I'm the guardian. Um, the thing I've learned most from Cam and the way people treat him is that we shouldn't treat kids with special needs so special. We should treat all kids that way. In fact, treat everyone in your life that way. Check on them, ask them if they need help, encourage them to set and accomplish new goals. Most of all, treat everybody with kindness. Aww. <laughs> Bet you guys didn't expect a serious story from me. Feeling blue, what do you do? We got stories to see you through that time of the month, that time of the month. Need a fix? Come get your kicks. We got tales by kooky chicks that time of the month, that time of the month. heard go spread the word they're funny smart and so absurd happens every month it's the neatest storytelling at its sweet